0: Perchas Mishnah Zion. Mishnah Zion continues in the theme that we've been discussing of Shomeras Yavam. So you have a couple that were married, they had no children, the husband dies, and now the woman is Shomeres Yavam. She's waiting to do Yivam to marry the brother in law. Right? And the Mishnah is gonna teach us now that the Nachasim, the deceased husband left over, there's an Akhrayas on them that they have to be there for the Ksuba to provide for the wife. And the Yavam, right, her brother-in-law, the deceased husband's brother, right, even though he inherits his estate, he's forbidden from selling these assets. It says in the Mishnah, you need if this husband died and he left over money and his brother, the wife's brother-in-law, inherits the money, right? So, Yilachach Behen what he has to do is he has to take that money and purchase with it land, Vuh Peros, and then he could go ahead and eat the fruit of the land. She called nixliyahmi. It's all the possessions of this de- of this dead husband. There's an achrayus to the k'suba for the widow on it, and the Yavim cannot go ahead and just take it and sell and do with it what he wants. Rather, the only thing he can do is take the you know take whatever it is. Let's just say here it was cash. So he takes the cash. He buys with it land. The land is there to provide for the k'suba for the widow, and the, this brother-in-law, this Yavim can go ahead and eat the fruit. That's what he could do. He can't just spend money, you know, you know, in the casino. he buys land with it, which is mishubud. There's like a lien on it to the Ksubah, and he could go ahead and eat the fruit from the land. That's okay. And so too, at if the deceased brother left over fruit, right? It wasn't money they left over, he left over fruit. Fruit that was detached from the ground. So the yavim is not allowed to go ahead and just eat it. Right, because you know, stuff his face with those fruit. Rather, you lock up sell it, and then take that and purchase it with it land. Should have the principal should be guarded for the the achrayas of the k'suba with that land. The land is there to provide for the k'suba for the wife. then he can eat the fruit that comes off of that land. What about If the deceased brother left fruit that was attached to land, meaning he left land, and he left fruit attached to the land. Amr, Meir, Meir says, Shamanosan, you evaluate the land. Kam hei how much is it worth with fruit on it? Kam hei nyafen how much is it worth without fruit? Vamo's, the difference, ilakach buy with the land, voochoperos, and then this, yavan could go ahead and eat the fruit. Shakal perosh, because all the fruit that grew until now, in the reshuz of the maize, Acharan they have an Acharas and it for the Ksuba. So the Yavam can only eat fruit that grew in his own Rishus. So you take the difference. He buys the land. The land is there for the wife of the Ksuba, and the Yavam could eat the fruit that grows in the new land that he bought, because that fruit's going to grow in his Rishus, and that, that he'll be entitled to eat from. That's the pain of a mayor. They change the text in the Gemara to "shalots hers." Meaning, Shabazan, this halacha, in Chachamim the Chacham do not argue on her mayor. she Shabarez and Mechbaran fruit that are attached to the ground, is a chrys to the ksuba. Luchain, Yelachach ben karka, buy that land, that should be Meshuba to the ksuba, and the Yavim could go ahead and eat the fruit off of that land. But where do they argue on her mayor? Hatelushim and karka, fruit that was left over from this um, from the deceased husband that was detached from the land. So it says the Chachamim, Kalakodem. Whoever grabs them first, zachah they get it, because the hold that matantelam things that are movable objects like fruit, right? The deceased husband left over, the deceased husband left over plain fruit detached from the land. So matantelam, there's no sheva on it to the ksuba, there's no lean on it for the ksuba, and therefore whoever gets it first, kadam if the Yavim gets it first, zachah, he he gets it. He can do with it to whatever he wants. kadmahi if she grabs it first, and they say it during the life of the husband, we'll see why in a second. Right, then she could just take it and sell it and buy it with the land excuse me, then the land is hers and he could, the the can could eat the fruit. Because she a assumptions so she grabbed them. while her husband was alive, they are they are to the Ksuba. And who had then if the if is if the brother left over the deceased husband, I'm sorry, left over money, right? The Kham mayor, and they hold that whoever grabs the money first, he gets the money and we actually pask them like the, like, like the Chachamim, that actual metaltalim, there's no lean on them for the Ksuba, because they're movable objects. Karka, yes, is a lean on it for the Ksuba, because it's, it's karka, it's something that's not, not, not movable. But metaltalim, things like fruit, or like a car, or like cash, they're movable, they're not, there's no lean on it for the Ksuba, and therefore whoever gets it first, uh, gets it. What about, uh, the Mishnah concludes, Kansa, if the Sh'yibamahayavam, she the Yavam went ahead and did Yibam, and now took her as a wife, so of course she is like his wife for all matters. Meaning, she in Balagarsha say he wants to divorce her one day, he's gotta give her a get. Right? There's no more Khalitsa. So he could take her back as a wife after he divorced her, as long as she doesn't go ahead and marry anybody else in the interim, right? And we don't say that what do you mean? This woman was once upon a time your brother's wife. And there's a law in the Torah, you cannot marry your brother's wife. Because once his brother's dead, that prohibition falls off, and he can go ahead and remarry her if she, if he divorced her, as long as she didn't go ahead and marry anybody else. And with one thing, she's different than a regular wife when he marries her. al harishon. The nikhasan, the assets of the yavam, are not there for the ksuba. Rather, the things, the that are there for the ksuba are the original husband that died. His nikhasan have a lien, there's a shiba on it for the ksuba. Right, that's the difference. So she's like a, a, a regular wife for all matters when he does give them to her, but the ksuba now, he doesn't have to give a new ksuba from his own assets, this brother, the surviving brother. Rather, we use the, the, the deceased brother's assets for the original ksuba. However, they do point out that in HaRisha on if the first husband didn't have anything to leave over at all, then, then the Yavam, the surviving brother, would have to provide a ksuba for his new wife. All right. Mishnah Chesim with this will conclude uh, Parak So our mission is going to continue now from our, the previous Mishnah, and it's going to teach us the Halacha that we mentioned earlier, that all the Nechasim of the Mace are Meshubah to the Ksuba of the Almana, and the yavam is not permitted to sell these Nechasim, whether it's before the Yibam, whether it's after Yibam. So let's see. The Yavim cannot go ahead and tell her, to, to his, his new wife, hey, your Ksuba is sitting on the table. Meaning, in, if the Yavim says here, I put some cash on the table to pay for your Ksuba, and then he wants to take the rest of the assets that he inherited from his brother and sell it, right? He wants to sell the rest of his, brother, his, his dead brother's assets. He's not allowed to do that. All the Nechasim that he inherited from his dead brother are Meshubid, there's a lien on it for the Ksuba. And so too, a regular guy cannot tell his wife Yet, you know, here, here's some cash on the table. This will cover your ksuba, right? Uh, rather than no, he cannot do that. A regular guy who's married. Rather, all is the are to the ksuba. All of his assets have a lien on it to the ksuba, because this is what Shema and Shaddai was talking for the for the star of the ksuba back in Perik if you Look at the text over there. We learned that all is the chasim are um, are there to provide the suba in case he can 't pay for it, however, they do point out of course that a husband is permitted to sell his Right, he's not you know he 's allowed to sell his stuff if he wants to, but if he divorces her one day or he dies and she becomes a widow. If yalami was now, and he's broke now, so then we are actually given the permission that she could collect from the lakukos. She could extract from the purchasers, you know, those assets because she has a lien on them. So, of course, a husband could sell whatever he wants during his lifetime, but if and when he has to give a ksuba to his wife, right, or she's going to collect the ksuba from him when he's dead, so if he leaves over, if he leaves over nothing, she can go ahead and take those assets from the buyers. What about Gerisha? If a Yavam divorces his yevimto, his new wife, after he did the Yivimta, he took her as a wife, Ein la ela she only has the Ksubasa. What does that mean? He gives her the money for the Ksubasa. So this Yavam would give her the money for the Ksubasa. And once he gives her the money, she's on her merry way. He's then permitted, of course, now to sell his brother's assets and do with it what he wants. As long as he didn't divorce her, you cannot sell these assets. Because again, they're all a they all have a lien to be there for the But What about Hechzira? Right? If the Yavam brings this woman back after he divorces her, before she collects her ksuba, he divorces her, and then says, you know, I want you back, I like you, come back, I want to remarry you. And he says that before she collects her ksubah, he so she's like, all women, like any guy that divorces his wife and brings her back, he's bringing her back on the condition of the first ksuba. And all she has is the osaha ksuba, the first ksuba, that her, you know, deceased husband had originally, uh, uh, wrote for her. It's like a regular guy that divorces his wife and takes her back before he gives her the k'suba. He doesn't have to write up a new k'suba. So this yavam doesn't have to write up a new k'suba. He can rely on the deceased husband's k'suba. The nechasm and the nechasm that the yavam inherited are still moshuba to the k'suba, and he can't sell them. And the war explains that our Mishnah is coming to teach us that she didn't collect her k'suba before he returned her as a wife. Right, she cannot go ahead and take another k'suba from the yavam, like we just mentioned. She only gets the first k'suba from the deceased husband. And therefore, owed is forbidden for the yavam to go ahead and sell the assets of the deceased husband, even though he divorced her and brought it back. Okay, so they're repeating the same thing, but that's it from Mishnah Ches, and with that we conclude Parak Ches.